0: And welcome everyone to a very depressing episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. I'm Kelly. <laughs> I like that you played along with the intro. That was um, really good. i you
1: know, I'm just setting the mood.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty much how it's going to be. Yeah. I know this so one's... So
1: strap on. Hope you guys aren't in traffic because you might sort of off the road for this one.
0: Yeah, this one's my fault for sure. Yep. But a high Rotten Tomatoes score though.
1: Which, cool, half of America needs to be on Prozac then, because this is a horrible (laughs) movie to watch. If you're in any type of good mood, this will kill it for you.
0: Yes, but I just want to clarify, though, it's a good movie. It's just a very depressing subject because of how realistic it is.
1: Well, that's no fun, then. Because movies are supposed to take you someplace else. As opposed to, so your life sucks? We're going to make it worse, because we're going to make you feel horrible. These are The people who go to see this are the people who go and see the cancer movies, where you know everybody dies. I'll be
0: completely honest with you. When I heard about this movie, I just heard about the acting, and I just went and I picked it up. I had no idea what the movie was about. I just went ahead and I got it because I like the title, too. Blue Valentine is kind of ambiguous, and I thought, you know what? I'll try this out. It's rated R. It's supposed to be a drama. Why not go for it? So that's all I knew about it. I didn't know anything about how realistic it was to the average you know human being in a relationship yeah but that's why i told you was this was a super depressing movie but it does play well into our choosing terrible valentine's day movies so
1: (laughs) this is true yeah
0: and it has valentine's in the title so
1: right two checks two checks off the list
0: we either did this or my bloody valentine 3d so
1: nice would have been a much happier ending i'm sure
0: it actually kind of is. It kind of brings a family together, believe it or not, by the
1: end. See? It's <laughs> and all about it has, the feel-good movies with us.
0: It has Dean from Supernatural on it, too. So. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. And the other one did the other one. Okay.
0: Yes. Sam did Friday the 13th. Yeah. The remake of that one. Both of those Woo! were pretty damn bad. That's yeah, for, sure. for the most part. But that's why we're doing Blue Valentine, which has a Rotten Tomato score of 88% plus... Michelle Williams was nominated for a Best Supporting or Best Leading Actress Award. That's
1: because you see your tits. A couple Just times. Just like what's or not in Titanic. That's why she got an Oscar nod, too. It's because you see their tits.
0: It's not because of the really good acting of showing a person devoid of feelings who ruins people's lives.
1: That's not a far stretch for most of us.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> cool.
1: Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> nice.
0: Thank you, thank you. So I guess the question is, Kelly... How do we get into this movie?
1: Obviously, we covered the overall tone. I mean, it pretty much you're following. You start off with this couple who've been together for probably four or five years, because that, that's how old the daughter is.
0: Yeah, I think it's six.
1: Six. Okay. But six you're close years. Enough. Right. Um, but it keeps jumping back to how they meet and how their lives intertwined, and blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah.
0: We start the movie out with an aging Ryan Gosling
1: who isn't really aging well his tattoos by the way awesome
0: are those real or not i don't even know no No. okay i don't know anything about pop culture but they're showing him kind of balding a little bit he yeah. smokes cigarettes like all the time
1: yeah chronic drinker but amazingly still a nice body though how, how that works out i'm not sure so i don't cigarettes. know yeah, the cigarettes in <laughs> <and> the painting
0: <laughs> the crushing depression
1: yeah, yeah. it just tends to eat away at everything apparently that's how that works
0: And his name in the movie is Dean. Yes. And then you meet Michelle Williams, whose name is Cindy, and she's his wife, and they have a daughter named Frankie. Yeah. And you kind of realize right from the bat that even though he's smoking and blah, 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 I'll use your line there, blah, 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 he still seems to be a much better parent than Cindy is.
1: He's way more invested. Yeah. And there's definite love there. There's, you know, I mean, you get the fun dad aspect of it, but I feel like it's also it's more than that. Like, it's not just I'm not just playing this up because you're a kid. Actually, I want to play with you. This is what this is.
0: And Cindy isn't really for any of that. She's like, oh, I've got two kids to take care of. Mm. From the very beginning, I'm not a fan of hers.
1: No. And it's funny because the more you get into this movie, the more you realize these are all her decisions. Yes. That she's made, and then now she's gonna make everyone around her miserable because she made the wrong decisions for herself, apparently.
0: Yeah, it really seems like that. And maybe it would have been better to have, you know, we talk about this how Kelly, you're often of different opinions of other women. So maybe like if there 90% was
1: 90% of the population, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so maybe if there was a different woman doing the show tonight, she might be more on Michelle Williams' side. But oh, you I mean
1: blaming everyone else like they normally do.
0: I didn't say it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't say it. I just put my hands up and the I surrender. I did not say that. Uh, no, <laughs> but yeah, own it's, your decisions. That's it's what it t- breaks down to. It's very tough because, and I tend not to always be on the guy's side, especially in movies and everything, because most of the time guys are portrayed as shitheads, no matter what. Even the hero is normally yeah. portrayed as a dick, but right. he gets the job done and then he wins the woman. This one, Dean is a good guy throughout the entire movie. And he does obviously have his faults because he's not perfect. But really, he does everything right.
1: Well, I mean, he falls into the trap. I mean, if you're going to get into this whole love is real situation, then it was one of those, you know, when you see someone and you just kind of know them, that's what happened with him. So he's in love with somebody who clearly isn't in love with him or she didn't really know what she wanted at the time. And he kind of just got sucked into all this. And then he realized, I mean, he even states in the movie that, you know, I didn't want to be a dad. I didn't want to do all this stuff. But I love doing all this stuff like it's I get to be around you, which he's apparently very much in love with her. She just wants something to do with him. And then, of course, he loves Frankie. Mm
0: -hmm. And we learn later on that Frankie isn't even his. No, it's a tremendous uptaking for a guy to do that. I think it's probably I think it's probably the same for a woman going into a broken marriage as well to raise a kid. It's got to be tough. Right. You've got to have respect for those people that are the good ones. Now, obviously, there are lots of shitty step-parents and everything. Right. But in general, anyone who can step in and do that properly and do that well is an amazing person.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because it's a whole different level. I mean, you see a lot of people who come in who are step-parents, and it's one of those, okay, so... I have a child and i find someone i want to be with and then if i'm a crappy person or from my experience i'm a crappy person i'm going to keep reproducing with this new person and there's a good chance just biologically that that other person is not going to be as favorable to my original kid like it's just how we're programmed so it's really hard to make it seem like everyone's in the loop with that
0: right and during the movie dean does mention like hey let's make a kid together and she is not for that whatsoever. Oh no,
1: absolutely not. No, she's she checked out a long time ago.
0: And that's actually probably her smartest move. Is not doing that because that is a trap that a lot of people fall for is hey, we bring a kid into this world,
1: then we'll love each other.
0: Exactly, and pretty sure that's not how things work. Never. So yeah. But I will say just to go back to a previous comment that you made, we've briefly mentioned it on the show before on a random episode, but I do agree with Dean in that there can be love at first sight, and I know Kelly, you do not agree with that, correct?
1: Love is a very, is a very hard term because it means different things to so many people that it's hard to say. Well, someone says I love you, and you say I love them back. Are you both saying the same thing though? That's my reservation with with that term. I can I can guarantee you, there's chemical reaction at first sight. <laughs> Absolutely, biologically, sure. you can be like, yep, nope. I need to be around. Not just in a sexual orientation, but in the fact that. That person genuinely just makes you feel better, makes you happy. You don't know why. Like, it's nothing. It's just for some reason. I like being around you. You make me feel better for whatever reason.
0: Now, can't you say, though, that a lot of times when someone says something specifically, that your level of perception may be different to that word, no matter whether it's love or something else?
1: I agree with you on that.
0: You're just putting more emphasis on love because that's the main, that's such a huge feeling that people kind of base their lives on a lot of times
1: right and then like i said it's the definitions are very different like it's uh, i mean it's more of a cliche term but you know words don't mean anything actions do like you can say like it can be a band-aid word for a lot of people which is like cool so are you gonna change all the shit you keep doing because you keep doing this and that's not cool
0: i think sometimes it's definitely true what you're saying i think other times especially when you think of the medium that we're going out on i think mm-hmm. that words can be very powerful But I think it depends on how much power you're putting between those words and how people are perceiving them.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So it's always tough. It's a tough situation. But you're absolutely right. I don't know. For me, I have brought it up before. I did have once in my life that it was love at first sight. I think to me saying I love you to someone was way more pressure and way more important than the first time I had sex.
1: No, absolutely. Because they're different
0: yeah i you can separate and that's something that women don't often do. No, women don't separate not sex well. not all of them. I mean some of them can and right. it's the same. Some guys are, you know, hey, they have to be in love before they can have sex. It works both ways. The generality, the stereotype if you want to call it then, is that women don't separate that as much as men do. No. So for me, saying that I love you for the first time was the most important thing.
1: Right, cuz I mean it's one of those things where you don't have to be in love with someone to want—I mean—to want to sleep with them. I feel like when you make the commitment to say that I love you, it's more than that. It's saying you know there's there's loyalty and trust behind that. Like there it's strong depending on who it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Obviously everybody has their friend where like they love everybody, and you're like mm, <laughs> sure. not the same right. when I say it. And also, I don't like it used as a blanket term. Like I feel like when I say it, I'm meaning it, so I'm not gonna use it to the point of exhaustion.
0: Which is actually one of the reasons that people don't realize it. One of the reasons why it's Ian hates movies and Ian hates music is because I didn't want to use love in that situation. But that's normally what we're talking about is something related. And hate is a word that should be diluted in my Absolutely. opinion. So yeah. why not throw that word around and make it not mean as much?
1: Right. Or use it in you know, our more comical stance of... Gotta hate that movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, people say hate's a strong word, but I'd rather use hate over despise. You know, something like that. It's not as, to me, it's not as powerful.
1: No. Torturous, tedious, way more powerful.
0: Especially tedious. (laughs) I know we have different definitions of what love is and those type of feelings and stuff.
1: Uh, I think so. I think so.
0: But it seems like we're on pretty much the same page on this movie, though.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Like, it's one of those, if you have any type of problems in your relationship, don't go see this movie. Like, this is for single people. Don't go see this as a couple. It'll it will cause all kinds of issues, because, I'm sorry, every woman's done the whole, fine, just do it. Like, everyone has done that.
0: That's gotta be the worst thing.
1: Absolutely. Everybody's done the phone-in at least once.
0: And for people that don't understand, there was a time where, in the movie, Dean takes Cindy to this terrible motel
1: awesome (laughs) i love those things are you kidding me every room's a different theme (gasps) choose your passion
0: and he goes with the future
1: (laughs) well it was future or like was it valentine's cove or something like like like
0: cupid's cove
1: horrible horrible
0: the future one was better because he got to use the line we're in a robot's vagina just true (laughs) this is great (laughs) and he was really funny too like That was the sad part, too, is he was really trying. When the the bed moves in a circle, which I would be completely shocked. I would love that. (laughs) No shit, right? Yeah, he's playing it up so well. And that's like an adorable thing that she should have been all about. Instead, she just blows him off, looks for a refrigerator because she needs to drink, and then goes and takes a shower by herself.
1: Well, I mean, she bitched about how it was going to be a two-hour drive to begin with.
0: And it's true, in a way. Being on call because she is a nurse, it probably wasn't the smartest thing for him to force it. But also, it seems like they rarely have any time away from Frankie. Plus, the dog was hit by a car. Yeah. So he had to bury the dog, and you could tell he really loved the dog. She didn't seem to care that much, but she was at least nurturing towards him. Right. She was trying
1: to, you know, push sympathy to a point.
0: Right. But that's when he's like, we just got to get out of here. And they had a gift certificate because, you know, someone gave that to them like a long time. That wasn't their gift certificate. Someone gave yeah, it no. to them. Right. And then, yeah, to show up there for him to be so nice and then to go in the shower with her and start to go down on her, which is normally something women enjoy in I most cases. I can agree
1: cases. with you on that for the most part. Yeah. yeah,
0: in most cases. And then for her to just be like, no, I don't want and any what of are that. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Which you should never have to say to your husband, right? you would think.
1: Well, it's one of those things also where like, if you set yourself up to be brought to this place, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, is this just your weird, sick way of just screwing with this person? Because that's kind of what you're doing. Like, you're making it even more tedious and torturesome. Like, cool, we're going to go here. You're expecting all these things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be as cold and as distant and as, you know, dragging my feet to get this over with as humanly possible because I don't want to be here. Then you know what? Stop phoning it in grow a pair of balls and be like this isn't working or figure something else prozac get on prozac like i don't know what to tell you
0: it definitely was some form of weird torture that she was doing to him
1: yeah no that's super screwed up like that's really really messed up
0: when he's like i'm your husband are we having like we're here for sex we're here to like connect and
1: get drunk and have fun like what's the
0: make love he even said make love
1: i know it's cute and i (laughs) like that he played their song
0: yeah, he played their song too and she seems like she's all about it and then when the actual sex starts, she's I really liked his line when he was like, "What are you doing? We're not playing that game where you give me your body but you're I somewhere you. else." Yeah, it's yeah. and that is he's like he's like, "What? I'm not raping you. Like you're right. my wife. What what the fuck? I'm not doing this." And I really yeah. like that because that also makes him a stand-up guy that he's not just in it to get off and then he's done. He wants everything. He wants right. what a marriage I want, should be. Well,
1: that's just it, though. Like, he's the one who's clearly in love with her. She's not.
0: To do it for so many years is crazy.
1: Yeah, but I mean, everybody's felt that, like, weird. It's almost it, it gets to the point where everybody's had that kind of weird connection with someone where you know the other connection isn't there, necessarily. Or, I mean, sad, sad to say that if you when you finally see their backstory, it's really convincing that it was there and why she fell out of it. We don't really know because it doesn't really cover that. Right. But to have that connection and there's nothing you can do about it and why you're drawn to this person, it's kind of, it's, it's almost masochistic. Absolutely. Because you can't help it.
0: And I guess we should go over the backstory because in this movie, and that's why we're not going scene by scene, they cut back and forth a lot. Yeah. So now I'm not sure, was she in college or was she in high school when they met?
1: I want to say it seems like high school.
0: It seems like that as well because the guy she was dating, Bobby, was on the wrestling team. It didn't seem like a college wrestling team.
1: No, it definitely seemed more high school, but then again, it's kind of a toss up because they seem older than that too. And if she's technically studying for pre-med is is what she's going after because that's what her whole thing is is she's really interested in doing medicine, that could I mean it could that be, would like be first be call- year of college. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe first year of college. Yeah, because they also mentioned a behind the scenes thing is that I guess Michelle Williams got this when she was like 21 or something like the actual script And then it took them four years or so for Ryan Gosling to sign on. And then another... She was 29, I think, when they actually filmed it. So they were planning on filming the early scenes earlier. So they looked younger. And then doing... Because they might not have even had him, you know, show him as balding. Right. If they didn't have to do that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, understandable.
0: So maybe first year in college, she's with this guy, Bobby, who is Mike Vogel, and I know him from Under the Dome, the terrible, terrible CBS show based on Stephen King's book.
1: See, I think I know him from something else, but I can't place him right now.
0: He was in Cloverfield.
1: Oh, that might be it.
0: And he was also yeah. in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, as well. Uh, so Nice. Yeah, he's been in a lot. I mean, he's he's working. He's certainly well, working.
1: Like He's your average jock, actor, douchebag. Like, that's pretty much <laughs> sure. his the category you shove him into when you're casting
0: and that's kind of how he was in this movie now he wasn't necessarily the worst guy but you could tell every time he was around her that he was doing something douchey
1: oh no absolutely
0: i, I mean, it's hard every to time explain. like yeah. you, i mean
1: we're talking back in the, back in the day and then their current situation you're saying shit that you yes. don't i mean i'm sorry have you ever walked up to somebody like so so are you cheating on your spouse i'm just right. wondering I'm, I'm just feeling the waters here
0: It's always what he says, not what he was doing necessarily. So they end up having sex from behind and this relatively not graphic, but it's like that's the sex. And then he finished inside of her and she was pissed at him for doing that because obviously they were unprotected. I don't know why she wasn't on birth control.
1: Right. maybe, But even on top of that, like, I'm sorry, knowing the personality I'm I'm fucking, I'm not going to bank on this kid pulling out anyway. Like, really? So I kind of blame her for this. Sorry. You're dating a (laughs) douchebag? Oops, sorry. Like, I see the oops on. This is an oops person. You can just tell.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then you can tell which people become oops people when they drink. And that's fun, too. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Because they start talking.
1: Caution to the wind.
0: Oh, they start acting like douches and frat guys?
1: It's one of those, you're not going to remember to put this on. I can just Uh, tell. Gotcha. Or I could tell you, you had it on and you'd have no idea. Like it's that kind of.
0: Understood. So we're skipping some scenes obviously in between, but she finds out she's pregnant and she goes to the doctor to have an abortion. And when she does, they ask her some questions. And this is where I was like, whoa, because I wasn't sure if this was high school or not. But they ask her, you know, the personal question. She says her first sexual encounter or her first sexual experience was when she was 13. Jesus. And then from there to the age she is now, they ask her how. Which don't know. So let's say 13 to probably, let's say 18 or 19.
1: Okay, I'll give you 19.
0: Yeah, somewhere around there. They ask her how many sexual partners she's had in between that time. And she says 25 maybe. Yeah. And look. We don't slut shame here on Ian hates movies, nor would I ever want to. But we did do a movie called "What's Your Number," and I'm worried that that's why her marriage didn't work out because she was above twenty.
1: And I'm funny, very <laughs> thank, cute. Thank, thank nice. You. nice, thank you. Awesome. <laughs>
0: thank you for acknowledging that instead of a serious comment. Oh <laughs>
1: I'm, like, yeah, I'm not gonna play with that. No, that was funny. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I think my issue with that also is you also get to see her relationship with her parents when she's growing up yes. and it's super screwed up. Right. So you tend to see with a broken home kind of a deal, that number tend to jack up more because it's one of those, it's a looking for love situation, whether it is or not, like that just statistically, that's how that plays out Um, because her parents stayed together and they hate each other. Right. So it's also a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. So then you go down to her staying with, you know, Dean and of course, this is how marriage is. I'm supposed to hate you. Like, that's whether it's subconscious or not, that's how it's playing off. And it sucks because one of the parents, he's still really invested.
0: And you would think that based on having a parental system where the father was a douchebag, you wouldn't go out and look for douchebags. But that that's often is that the works. case. Yeah, yeah. That's often the case. You
1: want to date your dad. Yeah. It's screwed up, which
0: is fucked up. Right. It's super fucked up. Yeah. Uh huh. But it happens all the time. All the time. So that's why it's funny because you would want to be a good father. But then sometimes if you have a girl, they'll rebel against you and go for the assholes. And you're like, wait a second. But if I was an asshole, then you'd probably also like assholes. So what the fuck? Can't win. Yeah, you can't win. (laughs)
1: You can't win at all. So wait, does that kind of work for guys too? Like is this Oedipus? Everybody wants to do their mom? See,
0: I know people say that, but that's not an experience that I'm familiar with. Hmm. I, I think everyone wants... Like a person who's nurturing. Like I think every guy wants a nurturing woman or nurturing guy if they're gay, whatever it happens right, to be. Right, right, right. I wants think that
1: shows that they care about you.
0: Right, and normally, and this isn't you know fair all the time. It's not a fair assessment for everyone. But normally, the mother is the more nurturing. And I don't know how it works for homosexual families and and whatnot. But right. hopefully, everyone's nurturing. That's the whole point. But a lot of times you get one that's more nurturing than the other. So you gravitate to whoever is more nurturing, right? Right.
1: One's the fun parent and one's the disciplinarian.
0: That often does happen too.
1: Right. Okay. So when she's younger. Okay. So obviously you're at the clinic. But before we even get into all of that stuff, um, it shows how she meets Dean. It shows how um, she's been taking care of her grandmother, however Mm -hmm. that works out. Like she's bringing her on her errands and stuff. And she lives in like an elderly person's like group home. You find out that Dean gets a job with a moving company, and that's how they end up um, crossing paths because he's moving in an older person out of his home into this retirement community. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, retirement community.
0: Yep. And he, you find out later, dropped out of high school. You know, school wasn't for him. But he seems to be pretty adept with musical instruments and Mm -hmm. singing and all that kind of stuff. But he's just working to make some money so that he can survive.
1: Right. Yeah, he's artistically very well. I mean, he she mentions he can draw, Yeah, anything music, he's really great at. But yeah, being out of high, you know, not graduating, it's harder for him to find even like a regular like McDonald's-esque job.
0: She's in Pennsylvania. He's in New York. They have to move this old war veteran from New York to Pennsylvania. And that's how they end up meeting. And he sees her as he's taking the money. That is his money that he was left on the counter. And she sees him and he goes, oh, no, you know, and knocks on the door. And it's, you know, Ryan Gosling has played this character before and stuff. Right. He's like the kind of smooth talker, like, I'm going to be very open with you type guy. And he's not. He's like, do you think I took that money? This is my money. Don't worry. This is my job. I just
1: moved him in and this is his. Yeah. By the way, this is Walter. Um, He's new here. If you guys want to <laughs> chit chat and whatnot. Is that cool?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: Dean, by the way. And uh, I don't have a phone, but if... Um you know, I make this money so I could take you know pretty people out like yeah. you. Yes. If, you'd, if you'd be up for that, um, but you can call my work and like leave a message, and I'll know if you do something like that. So that'd be cool.
0: And she's like, "Go away, <laughs> go <laughs> away." But she takes the card. She right. takes the card. But see, right there is the difference between me and other guys. If I tried to do that, and a girl said, "Go away," even if it was kind of playful the way she was doing, and she was trying to shut the door on him, I would take that as the most devastating thing that's ever happened in my life.
1: That's so interesting. She really don't come up that way to be honest.
0: That's how it works. Like that's why I don't go and hit on people at bars and stuff because I feel
1: Yeah, but you're not a douchebag either. No, there's, but
0: there's everyone assumes but everyone assumes that you are and and, and that's another like most swords it's double edged because mm. Most women here in Boston are very attracted to douchebags, like frat guys and all that kind of stuff. They (sighs) fucking love them. So you almost want to come off like that, so they'll at least be interested. But then I would hate myself if I did come off like that. But then that's not going to get the attention of said woman. And once again, you're
1: also you're you're selling a facade, like because that's not who you are. So it's one of those cool. How long do I have to act like this before I can be like, actually, I'd prefer to do this?
0: That's the other thing. I can't act like that. I can't do it. Like on this show. I can play a character. There's no problem with that. I have no bro issue tips. whatsoever. <laughs> in person, yeah, I would never want to act. I hate that shit. I hate yeah. playing games.
1: And that's the problem. I mean, that's what sucks about you know your species. Like you have to deal with these women who do all this crap. Like this is why I couldn't be a lesbian, ladies. I'm sorry. I I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, I get enough drama now with half the men in my peer group. Never mind otherly other lid. No, Mm-mm. sorry.
0: But once Don't again, we are stereotyping. When you have these things happen so many times constantly. You, yeah you know the outliers are there for sure. You do, but when you talk to people, you know that many times a girl will be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm really I'm not looking for a bad guy, I'm looking for the good guy, but then you see her go out with the bad guy. You see it all the time.
1: That's just, well, see, it's also kind of hard though, because it's if you go after the good person, you go after the good guy. They might fill and check all the boxes you need in that stable environment, but that's not who you want to fuck. Like that's just how it breaks down to it. You're not going to do what I need you to do because that's not who you are.
0: Sometimes, but as Most long as you're the time. if you're open about it.
1: No, cuz then they try to do it and you're like, "Oh, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh" because it's 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 not the it's not the same.
0: Well, first of all, as long as you word that stuff correctly, because if any girl told me, hey, do this because I liked how my ex did so- or some other guy did it, there's no fucking way. This sounds horrible. This but, is awesome. No, I think every guy wants to pleasure the girl that they're with. So what they're Ian not go- is
1: saying is that he would... When, when you sleep with Ian, he will ruin you for every other man, so <laughs> you don't absolute... need any other experiences.
0: I think every guy should go into that situation. I think every guy, when they're having sex with a woman, or whoever you're having sex with, but right. we're doing this because I we're want both to... We're yeah. Sorry, guys.
1: That's just how I, this is going to come off. I
0: want to include everyone. I want to right. be inclusive with this show, but right now we can't speak from that experience, so just from... Our experiences, I think every guy who's going for a girl is going to do what they do. And that's what you're going to end up liking. That's what I think every guy is trying to do. They're not, no one's trying to act like someone else. No one's trying to pleasure you the way your ex did. Like how horrible. <laughs> what a stupid thing well, that I mean, would be.
1: One, no one should ever phrase it that way, obviously. But you can be like, hey, it might sound a little weird, but would you be willing to try something? Can you tie me up?
0: You're on Skype, so I can't. But <laughs> we're doing a show, Kelly. All right. Next
1: time we're in the uh, we're in studio <laughs> together. It's gonna be a whole different kind of show. Is that Thank the God fi- we're doing Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey next.
0: That's where I was going with that. Yes, there it is. Yeah, I think if you bring it up that way, I think it's fine. But I have heard stories from other people before about how a girl has brought up like, "Oh yeah, my ex used to do this, and I really liked it." And You should be like, "No, I now I'm going to show you Why what's great."
1: Jesus, like, uh, really? See, I'm telling you, I can't date women. There's no way. Like, you guys just don't have your shit together. That's not how you do this. Really? The stories I I have. I need you to bang me like my ex so then I can picture him instead of of me having to deal with you.
0: That's always the thing, too. You don't want that. You don't want to be that guy. Right. You want to mark your territory, but in a good way. In a good way. Right. Not in an I own you fashion, but like.
1: That can be fun, too. See,
0: Kelly's so bad for for this one. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and some of us like that it's
0: yes why. and that's the thing you're always and i think that's part of relationships and love as well is you're always treading that water and going through a certain path and you don't know what girl or what guy is gonna like what so it's all trial and error until you find out whether you're compatible or not
1: right but also you guys need to be upfront with each other too yes
0: i definitely you, know, if agree you need that.
1: a strap on that's more of a commitment for me. Like I'm just saying, if there's equipment involved and purchasing, I'm going to have to know that you're in it for at least a little bit. So now I've invested money.
0: So you're talking about going back to dating women?
1: <laughs> nope.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Hey-o, hey, to eat their own.
1: I'm just, you know, you'd be surprised what people are into nowadays. Of course, you do know this means I own you now, but it's fine.
0: What, you're talking about being dominant because you're the yes. one inserting something? Yeah. We know that's not how it works, Kelly.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs>
0: I hope that came out like the way that it was supposed to sound because I think that's a weird it's always a weird area because I have heard those stories and it's gotta be weird to navigate that correctly.
1: Yeah, I mean I I personally have never had a do me like my ex I've never had that conversation I before. I
0: don't think it's it's not <laughs> as simple as that. I think it's probably worded differently. Sure. But still not good. Once again it's a that.
1: great movie to do. So I'm so happy we did this. <laughs> We're actually
0: bringing some type of humor and realism to it as well. Trying. Trying. But so Dean meets Cindy at that time, and he doesn't hear back from her. But that's also because Cindy is going through this stuff with Bobby, and basically she's not even talking to him. No. She's not giving him the time of day, and it doesn't seem like he's really trying. He tries once that you see. He shows up with flowers while she's helping with her grandma And acts like a total dick. Like, he's trying to be nice, but you can tell he just wants her to shut up and accept the apology. And then calls her a bitch while she's with the grandmother.
1: Right. Yeah, no. A-class personality here.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why then Dean decides to just go back down and check on the old guy that he dropped off. Unfortunately, he has passed away. He goes over and he talks to the grandmother and gets... Cindy's name, because she wouldn't even give him that before, and then happens to ride the same bus that she is riding. And then they have a whole conversation there. And oh, he's got his ukulele and a hoodie with what looks like a misfit shirt on. Like it's very funny,
1: oh yeah. but no, it's, it's a cute back and forth. and it shows that like that there's kind of a count like it, he's forcing it a little bit because he's trying to get her to open up because she's not talking. Um, so it's a little bit of force chemistry, but the longer that, that quote-unquote date or meeting goes on, they're, they're getting a lot better. Like, he's playing his ukulele, and she, you know, shows him that she can tap dance. Like, there's a whole little, like, cute back-and-forth thing that shows that they at least, you know what, they're getting along.
0: Right. When he tells her that hot girls aren't normally funny, do you <laughs> remember the joke she says?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so a pedophile and a little boy start walking deep into the woods, and they keep going deeper and deeper into the woods. And the little boy goes, mister, I'm starting to get really, really scared. And the pedophile looks down and says, you're scared. I have to walk out of here alone.
0: Exactly. Now, that's an old joke. But it's that hysterical. was, yeah, that was actually unexpected from her.
1: No, yeah. It's kind of dark. It's kind of fun.
0: But it almost plays into her personality as well with what she's gone through in life. That that's what she considers a humorous joke. Because, I, I mean, I think it's funny, but that's an old school bad joke you know oh that's, yeah no yeah.
1: it's a <gasps> yeah
0: yeah i appreciate it because of its classicness <laughs> if that makes right. sense
1: right but i just like that he looks at her like you're a horrible person yeah. oh my but, god but
0: still laughs right still ends up laughing which is exactly what he said other people would do for her as well right the kind of date ish goes on and he's playing the song for her and She's being goofy, and it seems like everything's going pretty well. And that's when she tells him she wants to be a doctor. And he just talks a little bit about music, but he really doesn't have anything that he needs to do in his life. Right. And they end up hooking up. This is, once again, he goes down on her. And then they end up having sex. The reason why I bring it up twice is because they were supposed to get an NC-17 rating because of that. Really? Because apparently, and I guess Ryan Gosling said in an interview or something is like it's complete bullshit because they can show women blowing yeah. a guy on a right. movie and it's R but when you switch it around then it becomes NC-17 it's ridiculous but they end up getting the R you rating don't
1: see anything right. at all like it's just kind of like seriously I've seen more with the way comedians demonstrate this like are you kidding me
0: it's one of those double standard things lovely which is ridiculous because I'd rather see that
1: no <laughs> than shit than... right in a movie yeah, no, I'd rather uh, see that
0: than a blowjob thing
1: not pretty Blowjobs are just not pretty, all around. Sexy, or is it? <laughs> the feeling sexy, visually, not even remotely sexy. Depends really on
0: not. what angle you're looking at.
1: Oh, <laughs> mm, interesting. POV, lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Which is what our whole life is. Our life is POV. <laughs> POV, <That's>, yes. <laughs> so then, like we said, she ends up finding out she's pregnant, but it's definitely not with him. But she does tell him. She goes and visits him in New York and they're walking around, and he can tell that something's wrong with her. And she's probably not used to having any of the guys she's with actually ask her, Hey, what's going on in your life? Right.
1: Like, actually, I have any idea that she's going through some shit? He can actually kind of read her because he actually is in love with her.
0: Then she tells him she's pregnant. He asks her if it's his. She says she doesn't know. And I do think because he starts punching the fence, they're on like the Brooklyn Bridge or something. He starts punching the fence. And I think it's not out of being upset that she's pregnant; it's the fact that she doesn't know if it's his or not.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, seriously, what's scarier?
0: I think he would have been a nurturing guy who would have hugged her and been like, "This is great. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, I'm here for you." Right, I'm supportive of
1: you either way. If
0: he knew that, but not knowing, that's the worst.
1: And the funny thing is, is she does know. Yes. In her statement, like, she knows exactly whose it is.
0: Yeah, she lies right away to him, which is sad as well. But then he ends up being the person who gives her a ride to the abortion clinic. And then we had already mentioned the questionnaire and everything. When she's about to have the procedure done, she backs out.
1: Yeah, she kind of, yeah, slightly traumatic, and she kind of flips out a little bit.
0: And once again, he's there for her. Right. That's when he says, like, let's start a family together. (laughs) And Kelly, for people that can't see her, is rolling rolling her eyes. eyes. And he leaves her these funny messages. But then another message is not as funny because from that guy Bobby again. And he's saying how he's going to kick his ass. So she tries calling him. So somehow he went from Pennsylvania to New York with a couple of his buddies and just beats the shit out of Dean.
1: Right. Now this is for no particular reason. He doesn't know that she's pregnant. Especially he doesn't know that it's his kid anyway. And... I think it's because isn't she sitting in the library or something and she's looking at Dean's business card and he snatches it from her. And then he's like, what the fuck is this? And then he just goes and tracks this kid down and kicks his ass, not knowing any history behind this.
0: Right. He just knows that she's no longer with him and assumes that it couldn't be that he's a douchebag. It has to be that she's cheating on him or something ridiculous like that. So he gets beaten up, but yet he's still there for her. Right. And he meets the father and the mother, talks about, you know, all the random stuff that she's going to be a doctor. And she doesn't tell the parents at that time that she's pregnant. No. But they probably have a little bit of an idea because they are getting married pretty soon.
1: Well, when they do get married, she is very clearly pregnant.
0: And they have to go to...
1: Justice of the Peace.
0: So that's how they get married. And then, like we said, they flash back and forth to a lot of different things. And she's working now as a nurse. So she did not become a doctor. He didn't do anything else besides, you know, be a painter. But he has no problem with that.
1: Right. He's got no problem doing the normal like nine to five hourly wage kind of a deal. Just a laborer. He's fine with that because he gets to come home to Frankie and he gets to come home to her because these are the two people that he really does love.
0: Because she mentions, she goes, well, wouldn't you want to do this? She's like, you're so good at everything you do. Wouldn't you want a job that you don't have to drink in the morning for? And he's like, no, 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 no. I get the privilege of being able to drink in the morning. I can get up, have a beer, go paint houses where people are really happy with my work. And then I get to come home like a regular person and be with you and Frankie. He's like, this is what I want. I don't want anything else. And she has a problem with that. And that's one of the reasons why she's probably been drifting apart from him is because she doesn't see the family as something of an ambition. Which that's, for him, he's got it. He has what he wants. She does not have what she wants. So now she has to make his life miserable and take what he has away from him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's
0: what's really sad.
1: Yeah, misery loves company kind of a deal. It's, you know... The thing is, is like he is completely innocent in this, which is which is what's really sad here. She made the decision not to go through with the procedure. She made the decision to sleep with other people anyway. Mm-hmm. She's the one who wasn't on birth control when she was dating a, a douchebag. Like you could have one gone through the procedure and don't why you could have just said no to him. Be Like, hey, you know what? There's adoption. There's like you didn't have to marry him and ruin his life because really he's only invested because he's in love with you. It's not even his kid.
0: And he loves the kid. I mean, absolutely. that's, that's yeah, for no, sure, too.
1: Frankie loves him. Like, yes. there's no... Yeah, there's clearly that relationship built there.
0: Because they definitely have not had that talk of, this isn't your real father.
1: Yeah, no. Well, she's six, so there's that.
0: I don't know how long they take. At all.
1: If ever.
0: No, that's possible, too. That's absolutely yeah. possible. Well, when they're in the liquor store, Cindy's in the liquor store, before they go off on the trip to the future room yeah. <laughs> in the motel, Bobby is just there. And that's when you would mention that he's like, So are you faithful? And it's one of the first things he asks her. He has no idea that she has a kid.
1: Yeah, she, yeah, that he has a kid actually. Yeah, right. It's
0: definitely his. Yeah, she never told. And that's true too. Yeah, he's not a great guy. And a woman's body is hers and everything. Maybe you should also tell that person, though, unless there was some danger of it. Like maybe she thought that he would kill Dean. In that right. case or something, but still you would think at some point it would have come up. It's a very selfish thing to not do yeah. that in this, think, in this instance.
1: No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I also feel like, but that's just it though. Like that's her whole mantra is, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to man up and do the right thing. I'm going to do what's easy for me and then I'm going to make everyone miserable because I'm not happy with the results. I agree. But I like the fact that, yeah, so they run into each other at the liquor store clearly hitting on her and she doesn't immediately be like no i love my husband like she's kind of like no no i i've never i've never no i wouldn't do that like it wasn't convincing at all like it was one of those if the option presented itself i don't know what would happen like that's not cool
0: i mean that's terrible too is to forget everything that happened before maybe if situations were different i would like if he wasn't if dean wasn't out in the car right now maybe that would be something to do right But yet she has someone who completely loves her and it makes it seem like he's raping her if they have sex. Right. But the douchebag jock from before, they could easily have passionate lovemaking. Like, fuck that.
1: Aw, lovemaking. Listen to you. (laughs) I hate that term so much. It's such crap.
0: That's for you to say.
1: No, because you can have passion and have really great sex, but it's not making love because that's a false pretense because just because you sleep with someone does not make them in love with you. But that's why I don't like it.
0: But you can mature or evolve into love making if you're with someone who you both love each other. You could call it oh, making no, if you wanted to. That's all I I'm just saying. I
1: hate that term is like, um, we made love last night we've been dating for three days. Don't. That's horrible. No, that's not what that was.
0: Sometimes things are meant to be.
1: Oh, I love your Disney version of this. It's so much fun. They rode off into the sunset.
0: No, once again, it's like slut shaming if someone has a one night stand. If that one night stand turns no, 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 out to no. be something. We do not
1: have one night stands. They're called auditions and you did not get the call back.
0: Oh, I'm sorry I didn't use technical lingo I've never heard of before.
1: You see, you walk all over my jokes, I walk all over yours. It's fine, cool, whatever.
0: How'd I walk over that one?
1: Technical lingo.
0: Yes, you used technical lingo I was unaware of. I needed explanation.
1: (sighs) Uh. And then she feels the need to be awkward even more so in the car to the point of he's like, dude, what the hell happened in the liquor store? And she's like, oh, my God, you'll never guess who I ran into. And she's overly excited about it. And that's what pisses him off. He's like, you know, this shithead beat the crap out of me. And I'm raising his fucking kid. Like, really?
0: Yeah. And he doesn't have to say that. You can just tell because at this point in the movie, you don't know that. You don't even know who that guy was until later on. So that's also the point. Listening to her going, how can you act like this?
1: Yeah. Even associate with him. Like, why wouldn't you just be like, hey, and just walk away?
0: Yeah. Or fuck you for what you did to my husband. Right. You know, thrown that in his face. Like, yeah, that guy, I married him. Yeah. And we have a kid together. You know, whatever. Whatever. Just to right. shove it, in. and then she goes, "Well, you'll be happy because he's like all fat and stuff." And by the way, he's not. He looks exactly no, the he way looks he great. was. Yeah. Yeah. No. So she's lying to him, and he's so good at knowing that too. Like I really appreciate his ability to read into those statements because he's like, well, "What the fuck does that mean? Does that mean? Why do I care? Yeah. What? What do I care? What he looks like? And then, does that mean?" That I wouldn't look good if he looked good. Like I wouldn't feel good about myself if he still looked good. Like where are you going with that? And I thought that was absolutely great. Yeah, shove it in her face a little bit, and then she's like, "I can't say anything right around you." And I was like, "Yeah, Yeah. you're not saying anything right. Yeah,
1: you lie. Yeah, Yeah. you're a lying bitch. Just a jackass the entire time. That's why. That's why he can see through you.
0: But yet he still loves her and takes her to that place and." She fucking leaves in the morning. She gets the call from the hospital. She has time. She could wake him up. They drove there in one car. So they drove there in one car two hours or whatever away. And then he has to wake up, see a note from her, and then try and find a bus back. You know it's going to be longer than two hours. So fucked up. Yeah. How do you do that to somebody? Especially someone who's your fucking husband.
1: No shit, right?
0: Who's never done anything wrong to you.
1: Hey, hon, I kind of know we had a rough night, and I told you I was on call, so um, get your shit together, and you can sleep in the car. Like, that's just how that's going to have to go down.
0: I understand that she's probably like, oh, no, he's going to be like, blow work off. We have the room. Like, let's stay. I understand that. But this is real-life work shit. Like, you have to get back, and he's going to understand that. So just fucking do it so he doesn't have to take a bus home.
1: No, but like I said, her constant thing is, I'm going to do the easy way out. I'm not going to man up and deal with my situations. And then I will bitch and complain that everything's gone to pot. And then, of course, he shows up at her office super pissed off because
0: and drink you it, fucking it, left me. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. So, yeah, he definitely drank, for sure. Well, duh. But what I didn't like about it was he had never shown up to her office before.
1: No. Ever. I've respected your space.
0: Yeah, and the reason why... You know that is because when he shows up to the office, the receptionist asks who he is, and he's like, "I'm Dean." She goes, "Oh, that makes sense." You want to slap that fucking bitch and say, "What?" Exactly. Do you know what does everything? That mean? Yeah. Do you know everything this man has gone through no for chance. her? No. No. Right. Because you're the receptionist, and she tells her little weird ass, "This is my right. opinion you're of what happened." You're the one side of the story. Yeah, and he—you can tell—he looks at her like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Right. And he goes and he gets her. And he starts taking her outside. And then the receptionist says something else that I couldn't believe. She goes, hey, is everything okay? Don't let him brainwash you. And he turns around. He goes, don't let me brainwash her. What the fuck does that mean? Right. As an audience, you have to be thinking, what the fuck does that mean? Because this guy is the class act compared to her. (laughs) Like, there's no no way. If anything, she's brainwashed him from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, the manipulation has always been there.
0: Oh, it's frustrating.
1: Best part is, is that apparently the doctor she's working for has been hitting on her the whole time, and then she kind of plays dumb with him because she thinks that, oh, I just thought you wanted me to move to your new office because you thought I was good at my job, not because you wanted to fuck me, pretty much. And he's like, oh yeah, huh? You know what? It'd be cool, whatever. It, it's either way, it's fine.
0: Yeah, he was just like, I guess with the amount of stories she tells everyone about how horrible her husband is and how she's in a loveless marriage, he's just like, oh, well, I guess you could cheat with yeah, me. Yeah,
1: you're going to step out. That won't be an issue at all.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. So, and the fact
1: that Dean brings up, holy shit, you're the asshole who's been emailing my wife. Okay, so what are in the emails and what does he know about that? Because that's interesting.
0: And then the doctor's like, you have to leave, blah, blah. And then Dean starts counting down. And no one leaves. So, of course, he fucking punches him. I loved it, too, where he was like, what, is your jaw made of glass? You've never been punched in the face before? Like, get up. (laughs) But what I also, what was very disheartening for me in that scene, I think that's why this movie is very well acted from everyone. Like, he could have gotten a nomination for his acting as well, not just Michelle Williams. But right there in that moment, she made him what he hates. She made him Bobby. She yep. made him because he's asking her because she's saying, be a man. You know, this is before the doctor comes. She's like, be a man. Tell me, you know, be a man. And he's like, what does it? What does that mean? What does be a man mean? What does that mean in this situation? Like, I'm not going to hit you. I'm not, and she's shoving him. She starts hitting him in the face. And even when she does that, he does nothing to her. No. So that is being a man. You right. know what I mean? Well,
1: that's just, I mean, this goes back to them at you know screwing around at the hotel he's like i'm not gonna rape you that's not what i want like that's not what i'm doing here so it all stems back to that kind of stuff
0: it's almost like she's been hurt so many times in her life and had such a fucked up childhood and whatnot that she almost wants to be raped in that situation yeah, that's where it's at. like she's this is got how the, i know that you like me yeah she's got this idea that bobby is the vision of a man and he, the one who is actually in love and is a great father, that—that's not what a man is. Does
1: the correct things. Right. If has a job and supports and takes care of his kids and likes his kids.
0: Yeah. If he yelled at her that dinner was fucking terrible and stormed out of the room, maybe she'd be really happy to have sex with him. And that's so fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. So fucked up. And the sad thing is, and obviously we're making light of it here because it's a fucking comedy show and right. it's a we movie. Try. Unfortunately, right. this happens a lot in relationships. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. The, that's the heartbreaking thing. And that's why I can watch, you know, like the movie Odd Thomas. I talk about being very sad. We did a show on this. You weren't on that one. That was when Mm-mm. Mandy was in. That movie is very sad for what the ending is. But that's a very unrealistic movie because it's dealing with fucking ghosts and demons and shit. This movie is so realistic And that's why it's way more depressing is because this happens all the time.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows someone who has some sort of relationship like this within our friends, within even like if we go to like our parents or relatives, somebody has close to this kind of a relationship where you're just like one person's doing 110 and the other person's checked out like I'm done. I'm not interested anymore. But neither one of them, he wants to keep shutting his foot in the door, but she won't have the balls to walk away either.
0: That's the end fight that they or the end discussion that they end up having after this incident is they go back to her father's house and lock him outside with Frankie and then they have their conversation because she asked for a divorce. Yeah. And he's like, "Look, you made a promise to me for better or for worse." For and what? he's he's then taking it as this is his worst. It's like, "No, dude, she's the worst." Right. You're reacting to that. You shouldn't be with her because of that stuff. You're begging to be with her though she's like i can't do it anymore and he goes well it's not just us it's frankie you wanted to grow up in a broken home and he keeps on going back to that do you want okay. she's like i want her to grow up where she's in a place where her parents aren't always yelling at each other and hating each other
1: mm, but that's all your fault princess like that's all your fault
0: yeah, but she's so selfish she doesn't understand that.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. I Before this happens, like, they get in the car and she's driving away from work and he throws his ring out the window and he makes her stop so he can go find it. Like, yeah. it's one of those, it was a split, I was mad, but I don't want to lose this, which is a huge statement of, of its own.
0: Very true. And that's why he would be willing to fix everything the best he could to keep everything together because he asked her, he's like, what do you want me to be? And I will be it. And. Yeah. Sometimes when people say that, they obviously don't mean it. He means it. He'll do whatever to keep this family together, and she just won't do it. Nope. And maybe that is for the best, but in his world, that's everything. You yeah, know, he's. have taken away everything. Yeah. He literally has nothing, but she'll have everything because she'll get Frankie and, you know, flash forward because they don't. This is where the movie ends, basically. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, it ends. But, you know, in real life, he would want to have custody. And that doctor and the receptionist and whoever else saw it would be like, that's an unfit father. There is no way. And he probably wouldn't even get weekends. Right. And then that's his whole life. And that's not even his kid. But he loves it like that's his kid.
1: Right. I've raised you for these six years. Like, you are mine as far as I'm concerned. And he wouldn't have any legal standing, especially if she has, you know, proof that he's not biologically. Because, I mean, I can guarantee you. She didn't let him go through the paperwork of like legally adopting her. I can guarantee you that didn't happen. It's yeah, I'd just be not surprised. her personality for that to, yeah. So he has no legal standing on seeing her at all actually, which is horrible.
0: Right. And that's where they end is he walks out of the house and Frankie walks with him and runs after him and once again I've used it already heart-wrenching and heartbreaking, yeah. she's pulling on his belt because she even as a kid kind of knows that something is going on, that this isn't a normal situation. Yeah. And she keeps on telling him to stay and to stay. And he's like, No, you gotta go back to your mother. You gotta go back to your mother. And then she comes around the corner and he tricks her. He's like, Oh, let's run to mommy. And he goes I'll race and she, you. she runs and he just turns around. And keeps walking. And the last words in the movie, Frankie's saying, But I love him. Like mean, that's the movie. And it's like, yeah. holy shit. So fucking sad. that's the fucking movie so we're
1: excited about valentine's day if you can't tell
0: look i think you have to be realistic it's not going to be like what's your number and shit it's it's any
1: disney movie ever
0: yeah i wish the best for people like if that did happen to you and you had this great way of meeting someone and it's been awesome like that is great like i wish that was the case for everyone but unfortunately this makes up a lot of the types of relationships that are out there
1: I think the sad thing also is it's it's the culture now where marriage doesn't really mean anything anyway. It's a throwaway, which is kind of sad. So, I mean, you look at our grandparents and, I mean, I don't know any of my friends' grandparents or, yeah, that have been divorced. Like, they've been remarried because the spouse has died, but it's never been because, like, they will... Back that generation, you made the decision to do this and you stick it out. Like, marriage is a lot of work. Like, you have to work with each other. You can't just walk away from this. Which also vet your partner don't marry someone after three weeks people really you haven't seen them at their best or their worst so shit really
0: all of my grandparents by the way are divorced
1: shut up really <laughs> um, it's just Damn really it. funny you're the only one i know then great and it's funny because you believe in love
0: i believe in love i don't believe in marriage even
1: oh so you've never had the inkling to be like you know what i want to live with this person for the rest of the-. you never wanted to propose to anyone
0: fuck you kelly Damn. for knowing for knowing some <laughs> of my past <laughs> I have never believed in marriage as a kid on. It's never been a thing that I've understood. And it's not because my parents' marriage or anything like that. It wasn't any of that kind of stuff. It was just it never made any sense to me when you read the stats and you know the laws of divorce and all that kind of stuff why any guy would take that risk. Prenup. But if you bring up a prenup, people get very, very upset.
1: Doesn't matter. That means you're a cunt. Sign the prenup.
0: Well, whether it's either or. If the woman makes more than the guy, the guy normally won't bring up a prenup. It's whoever makes more money normally brings up a prenup. And right. then that other person says, well, fuck you. I'm not doing that because then that it means. it wasn't
1: love. Well, that's just saying. Like, if you're not willing to do that. Like, so you're assuming that the worst already. Like, you're assuming that we're not going to work and that you're going to take off my money. Exactly. That's crap. But then that's You're what, a crappy person. But that's what people think. That person anyway.
0: But that's what people think. Hmm. Because, you know, when that divorce happens, that most of the time people are going to be extremely vindictive. I know, that's so they horrible. W- they want to hold that card like, oh, OK, well, if he ends up divorcing me and I say he because in a lot of situations, that's the case of. Yeah, know.
1: ladies, once you get married, you can't stop putting out. Keep putting out. That's how that works. You wonder why they cheat on you because you stopped putting out.
0: Talk about hate mail. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is completely true. Why do people cheat? Because I'm not getting it at home. That's why no
0: and there are options there's lots of reasons why people cheat mm. i'm just saying i have never really believed in marriage there was one time that i was willing to sacrifice that because i was in love but you see how it works out for me i'm, I'm single i'm no, not divorced never got, i never got you married You
1: never got all the way to that point though
0: no i did not get the but i had my plan
1: see
0: i had my plan but that see? was to a person look i i don't even think that person listens to the show so she she would know if i was talking about her but that was the one person i've said i love you to, and that was the one person that i was love at first sight so it kind of made sense that i would do that after me fucking things up as i normally do which is leaving a situation correctly <laughs> that's that's what i do i'm not like michelle williams is i don't stay in a bad relationship i leave as soon as it's a bad relationship, but then I sometimes come back <laughs> later on. Like, so it, oh, so what's
1: your number? You'll see if they've gotten better with age.
0: Pretty much, but it's always like three months later or something. Yeah, I'm like, got oh, enough time. Yeah, it's like I think I can fix all those problems that, that I saw before, and then it never works out. No. That way. no, 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 no.
1: See, but I find it interesting that you're you're not a marriage proponent only because you are a serial monogamist.
0: Yes, because I believe that someone. Or two people, three people, whatever. (laughs)
1: Whatever you guys like to set it up.
0: I think that people can be together in love without a contract. For me, at least with my idealistic ways, I don't think that you need a contract to not cheat on somebody. Because I've never, you know, when guys are like, oh, you got to look for that ring on a girl's finger because even if they have a boyfriend and they don't have a ring, they're open game. And it's like, fuck you.
1: Speed bump versus a stop sign.
0: I don't like that shit. I don't no, want to, like, I don't really wouldn't want to be with a girl who would do that to another person. But yes, you're right. It does seem strange, but I'm also a strange person. And I consider myself, unique. I would unique. say logical as well. Yeah. When I look at stats of how many marriages fail, why would I think that the one that I'm in wouldn't fail?
1: Because you're obviously the serial optimist in between us, Ian, clearly. <laughs>
0: Anyone who knows me just is roses laughing. And
1: flowers, always.
0: They're just rolling on the floor laughing right now. <laughs> it's probably one of the best lines in the show. You're welcome. <laughs> so that was the end of Blue Valentine. I certainly would recommend this if you want to be super depressed. Sometimes <laughs> you have one of those days where yeah, yeah. it just makes you, you feel... You cry. Yeah, you can, you can certainly cry to this movie for sure. So is that your opinion, Kelly, is you would recommend it to someone who wants to cry?
1: See, it's hard for me to. It's not a bad movie. It is a good movie. It's a very um, good I, I can't recommend it only because I personally am not one of those people who go to the movies to feel that way. I don't go to the movies where, you know, the kids got cancer and the kid's going to die. I don't go to the movies where, you know, the main characters is going to pass. I don't go see animal movies where, you know, the dog sled team dies at the end. Like, I don't do those movies because I don't want to pay 15 bucks to cry at a movie theater.
0: This movie did not make me cry.
1: I stick it in with those movies, though. Oh, like, okay. this is not a feel-good well, movie.
0: I don't watch any movie normally. Like, you don't see the dog the whole time they're growing oh, yeah. up no, and no, no. then it dies. You, you don't see that at all. A dog does die in this movie. You just don't see it.
1: But that's just showing emotion. But I'm saying, like, the, for me, the movies is to be brought to another world. I'm, I'm more of a fantasy, sci-fi kind of a person. Hence, you know, obviously the love of Star Wars and my Disney stuff and my Jurassic Park. Like, I like being taken to a different reality versus what is clearly something that can easily be set here.
0: Sure. And that makes sense. And let me just reiterate cuz I don't know if we really did this justice or not. But this is well written, well acted, well directed. Right. Like this is yeah. a good movie. It's a good movie. You just have to be aware of what the story is like.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a feel good right. in that regard.
0: So coming up next in the next couple weeks or whatever, we have <laughs> hopefully John Wick 2. Oh my god. And 50 Shades Darker.
1: <laughs> Ooh, this all, is where you need the watch.
0: All very Valentine's Day themed, oh obviously. My God, it's so awesome. So Kelly, do you have anything that you'd like to plug?
1: Sure, you can always find me on Instagram at NerdyGirlIvy and you can find me on Facebook too at NerdyGirlIvy.
0: And for Ian Hates Movies, it's the same stuff as before. You can support the show by following the links in the description of this episode. Like I've mentioned in the last couple of weeks, we are now on SoundCloud. So if you prefer to listen there, it's available there. So knock yourself out. We will be going back to our competition for leaving us a review. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review on iTunes and leave a comment slash review there. And we will read it on air, you know, as long as it's (laughs) okay to read on air.
1: What he's saying is that if it's not okay, he won't read it, but I probably will. So it's fine. So either way.
0: Exactly. And since we are an interactive show and I didn't get anyone really commenting on whether they wanted a Riverdale recap or not, I will not be doing that. So sorry, guys. If you want it, you have to let me know. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it.
1: Yes, please. Please. Because I think this will be fun for us. be awesome. I don't
0: know. We got to hear from the audience.
1: Damn it, people.
0: Yep. Once we start hearing yay or nay, then I will know. So, Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone?
1: So, a pedophile and a little boy walk deeper and deeper into the woods.
0: Oh, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you had a final words for everyone.
1: I did this time. (laughs) Woo!
0: But other than that, we are all set to go with our Valentine's Day movies. So, stay tuned for those. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.